Isaac Bowman. Uh, I'm Maximus Ertl. I'm Brody Dawsonback. I am Luke Browring. And I wanted to thank you for listening to the NKU podcast, especially about ours, about substance abuse and women fleeing circumpolar areas. And we wanted to start with Max. Yeah, so uh, there's a big problem back uh, during the resettlement times for these circumpolar people. Uh, we talked about a lot in class. Um, with the residential schools and the uh, America Try to Christianize, the circumpolar people led to a lot of substance abuse, domestic violence, women fleeing, and uh, suicide rates. But um, the residential school is something we really want to talk about. It was very uh, traumatic for those people. Yeah, it um, it was very, it, it was just mostly bad all around. It involved a lot of sexual assault and abuse to the people and to the children especially cause, because they were forced to do things like work and uh, like on a farm when they're still children and they didn't get anything for it they uh it was just they were forced to do so um and it was also because they wanted to christianize the children and turn them into normal because they were seen as lesser yeah we also talked about um they would like invite like seniors to like the parties and then they would like sexually assault them or something try to take advantage of these of these kids and then it just it left impressions on them which led to you know when they got older, it was like substance abuse. And um, there was something I read in an article and it said that um, the women said that that all they would talk about back in the day was, you know, weather, food, hunting, because like that's all they knew. But then it just like, it became them just like talking about them getting hurt and like the men kind of dominating them because they lost their way of life, really. Yeah, it was also really bad. The death rate was really bad because there was very little care for their health and for the food, and things would. And it was really brutal because they would do things like stick a needle in their tongue if somebody spoke their native language when they didn't even know how to speak any other language. Yeah, like one of the things I read about, like. I don't remember the exact article, but they they said, like, they would take healthy children and put them in this school, and then, like, they could either, like, die in this school, or they'd come out, like, worse than they went into there. And I don't know, like, all the punishments and everything, but it seems like they were just kind of, like, trying to, like, beat their culture out of them, it seems like, and just, like, make them lose all their, like, normal way of life and change them into people they're not really. Yeah, they're, they're trying to change them into who they thought they should be rather than, like, who they are. They lost a lot of their culture that way. I mean, didn't those kids like barely like the the you know modern day indigenous people barely know their culture anymore yeah. just because of that a lot of like lost languages lost yeah. practices it's all gone just because of assimilation and how hard the the first world countries tried to turn these indigenous people into citizens of the higher class is what they would call it i you said something about the death rate, and I just wanted to give like a quick statistic. There have been um, 10,000 graves found near residential schools in Canada, and over uh, 1,500 of them are unmarked. So that's just wow. just dead children. It's a lot. And that's probably not even schools. all of them. There's probably no, like thousands of yeah. all of them. That's, that's a hard statistic to kind of swallow there because mm-hmm. that leads into uh, – you know, I research a lot of the suicide rates because, you know, we, we watched the movie The Grizzlies. It was a very 
prominent topic. Mm-hmm. And um, I found this statistic, which was kind of shocked me. Um, in Greenland, they have the leading suicide rate, like, in the world. It's 78.6%. 78? 78.6% of the indigenous people in Same. Greenland take their own lives. That's awful. And then the uh, none of it, and I'm going to butcher this one, Chakota. Chakota. Chuchka. Ch- uh, Chakota, something like that. Chuchka. Yeah, it's over 50%. So it's like all, like more oh, than half yeah. of them. Yeah, and then, you know, it said ages 18 to 24, which is basically us, yeah. is three times higher than the rate in the general population. Yes, I found something similar to that, that they are 40% more yeah. likely to commit suicide than we are. It's it's a very broad, like, overview, but it's just, it's a scary number, really, to it, think about, like, 78% of indigenous people in Greenland want to take their own lives, Yeah, and they are doing that. There might be even more wanting, you said want, but, like, they... People yeah. might not I even mean, do it. That I, could just be the people that just yeah. have done it. And I only found and it's awful. Greenland statistics and then two others. And, you know, if I if I really dug, you know, by country by country, I guarantee we'd be shocked about yeah. the oh, numbers. numbers are. Yeah. Another um, really high statistic is I found that 83% of indigenous people experience some form of abuse during their lifetime. Sexual, wow. physical, verbal, or mental. That's four out of five. Yeah. yeah, I I saw something in an article that said uh, it's very common. They have other uh, social, uh, social social problems, and they remain largely unex, uh, unexplored. So a lot of these people have a lot of problems that like aren't even being talked about, right? Because and aren't even being like you know recognized. They are truly an underrepresented population that does not get enough help for what they have gone through at the hands of the countries that colonize their lands. Yeah, it falls under the resources, too. I mean, they they don't hunt, really, or fish like how they used to. Mm-hmm. And so they're relying on modern-day technology, and it's expensive just yes. to live in the Arctic. And on top of that, they're because they don't have this help, they don't have access to all the things, they look to things like alcohol and drugs and stuff yeah. like that. And that, that leads, leads to all this abuse. Yeah. And then from this abuse and all this constant abuse, even without all these substances, it leads to the women, like we'll later get into the women are like running from this because they want to get away from all the abuse, yeah. all the drugs, and they want to take the their alcohol. kids with them. Exactly, too. and it's leading to more and more loss of culture because they're just they want to abandon it. They don't want to be around the same things that they had to go to. They don't want to put their kids through the same things they had to go through to, or go through like all this abuse. They said like eighty three percent have um, received abuse, and like they don't want to do that to their children, and that that really leads to like their loss of culture is because they don't have the help to get over these like addictions and other stuff yes it is a crazy cycle so you were just talking about food uh 92 of native people experience food insecurity and then you wow. couple that with the 14.6 percent increase inflation on processed or western goods that they just simply cannot buy so they're just going hungry yeah i mean you saw it in the movie the grizzlies it was everybody's poor like there's no mm-hmm. you know everybody's experiencing the same thing and it's just it leads to just domestic violence and substance abuse and then eventually just taking their own lives and it's very sad yes because obviously food is a big stressor you can't eat you can't live so they yeah. turn to things to kind of alleviate their stress illicit yeah. drug use 46 percent of natives reported an illicit use of drugs in the past wow. two to three years and that's not like marijuana or tobacco. That's like cocaine, heroin, 
like yeah. the hard stuff that can kill you. Yeah, that's that's a very big statistic. Yes, right there. these are all like very big real numbers. Yeah, it just seems to me like a vicious and horrible cycle. All that stemmed from like the colonization of their land and like the lack of help they're getting from the people that colonize them. And it all starts from like these residential schools where they're abusing and it just leads into a cycle of abuse because I don't know like the numbers for it, but I know that people that have been abused in the past usually tend to abuse their children and it just becomes mm-hmm. an lead. Or, they, onto or like, they lead to substance abuse exactly. because they don't know anything else and that's all they like, saw their whole Yeah, and they use to cope yeah. because they have nothing else to turn to and like drugs, alcohol will make them feel good and it's the only way to like yeah. get over how they're feeling like. Yeah, they'll feel good for a little bit and then they won't feel good again so they do more. And exactly. they try some other stuff and it just leads yeah. it just leads them stronger. down that road that is is not a good road to go down. So it also destroys their whole family. I know I saw I, I read about one guy who pretty much didn't even know who his sister was other than a wave from across the room. When, wow. when he saw her like once a day. And I also saw one video, one guy um, who lives in a small town in Greenland, he, like pretty much his entire family moved to the capital of Greenland be- to get away from that town because it, there was so much suicide. And that man uh, had had suicidal thoughts before as well. Yeah, it's a real problem. And it's, it's something that... Uh, it's really hard to fix too because mm-hmm. you know living in the arctic you know they had all that culture and they had all that you know their way of life and then it just got stripped away from them with that resettlement and so they've known nothing else you know their whole lives and then they get stripped away and they have to rely on you know our modern day technology to help them but they don't have the resources or the money for that right and it's it's just not and good and the way they get away from all this drug use is by, like, abandoning it. Like, the women in flight, like, they're leaving. Like, they all yeah. want to get away from this. And so they're abandoning their culture, abandoning their history, abandoning the areas. Like, they've been living for hundreds of years, thousands of years, yeah. maybe. And they're going to, like, cities, and their children aren't going to learn about their original culture and, like, the yeah. type of people their grandparents or great-grandparents were on how they live. They don't, like, the tradition's, like, ending all because of this, because yes. they don't have help. Yeah. And living in the Arctic, it is hard to get them proper resources as there's not really like a job market for mental health specialists up there because it's it's hard to get things in. I mean, we heard heard with that uh, in Barrow, Alaska. I mean, Mm -hmm. there's, you know, a plane in every two days, a plane in every out every two days. Mm -hmm. You know, it's hard to get stuff into the Arctic just because of how it is. And so when you have that, when you have lack of resources, you know, these people don't know where or who to turn to so they're just their only option is to either leave or stay yeah that's all they have they can't you know work on things they have to leave or just stay and fall into the problem yeah it's like basically like pick your poison it's either you fall into this vicious cycle of like substance abuse and leading it onto your kids and they grow up around that and maybe eventually do it themselves and it leads to them it just continues or they leave and abandon all their culture and their children yeah. and their future children don't get to learn about yeah. it. Yeah, and then leaving isn't like a guarantee either. I mean, when you leave, I guarantee you they don't they don't have a lot of money to leave. Yeah, it's hard. So they're just trying to get somewhere that's you know relatively different than what they've been through, and you know that uh, not always is going to work either. They're, that's insanely brave. They're packing up and leaving yeah. everything they've ever known. I mean, with these, nothing. I basically mean, restarting. I feel for these women. I mean, they. I I read countless articles and it was basically the same thing it's just like the men you know the, the only thing they do is just 
hurt. You know, they hurt them. They hurt their yeah. kids because they just they have nothing else. You know, they go to they go to their job where they make barely anything, come back, it just you know, turn to drugs and they, alcohol. They also don't know much better because that's what, that's the only thing they've experienced. And it's yeah. not necessarily that they're bad people. It's just that that's the only thing they've ever learned and know. Yeah. I think that's a really good point to bring up that it isn't necessarily their fault for the life that they lead because that's just the hand that they're dealt. Yeah. They, they know nothing else. Like, you know, they had, they had to play the cards they were given and it's just, it's really sad. But it's also good that these women are realizing that and packing up and leaving. It's just the cultures is lost. It's a it's a very double edged sword. Yeah. So they're leaving the cycle of abuse, drug use, which is a great thing. Yes, yeah. but, but they then lose. they're losing their culture. They're yeah. leaving their culture behind. Mm-hmm. It's just hard, and like the only way that we could really even like adjust or try and help them with this problem is by delivering them more resources, helping them out as much as we can. But it's hard to even do that like a lot of people don't even have awareness that this is going on i guarantee you a lot of people don't know any of the tribe names or even know that this is going on in these areas and that people are leaving and all the substance abuse is going on i guarantee you if we went and like did a survey about people that aren't in the class or haven't taken the class it'd be like 20 percent, 10 percent, maybe even know it's happening i'd say even lower i mean you don't really hear about it no, I didn't even know about it until I took this class. Yeah, you know, I didn't it. know what circumpolar people were until this class. Yeah. I just thought it sounded cool. Yeah, yes. like, yeah, I read it, and I was like, that's something I think I could take, and I think I could do good at it. And it's just you you realize, you know, with the European um, natives, it was a lot more like their cultures, you know, being lost just due to population and stuff. Mm-hmm. But then we get over to the North American, and you really realize, like, what's going on right yeah like it was actively stripped from them yeah and the european and did like the what is it called um eurasian sorry, yeah. indigenous people they are losing it due to outside influences in first world countries as well but the indigenous people of north america were actively stripped of their culture by the canadian government or by the united states government in order to make them just like everybody else. Yeah. And it, it's it, working. It falls back to that World War Two. You know, they, mm-hmm. they, it seemed like every kind of group of people was kind of like getting called out and like, you know, put into these camps and stripped yep. away from their homes. And it's just, it just, it, it kind of like just led and it's just going to keep going the way that the world's working right now. Mm-hmm. It, it's also like most people don't realize that it was, it, like this was fairly recent. Like, the last residential school in Canada shut down in uh, 1996, which is relatively recently. Yeah, that's way that's too recent. 27 for, years ago, I want to say. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. something like that. That's, that's crazy. That's, that's very, like, recent. Yeah, that's like, how old my sister is. Yeah. Yeah, that's... Like, our parents were alive all... All yeah. this was... Go- and I guarantee yeah. you, nobody knew that this stuff was going yeah, on. Yeah, it's not talked about. It's not talked about, and it's getting more recently talked about with, you know, an, up- an uprising of people starting to talk about it which is a good thing, but at the same time, like, a lot of action can't really be took because it's There's the artist. So yeah. much loss has already happened. Yeah. yeah, and it's, you know, like, people are trying to save what they have, but it's just it's very difficult for these people. And when they are given help, like, for example, the Truth and Reconciliation Committee, when they are given reparations, they're told to use them if they want to fund themselves and help better themselves. Yeah. they got money to, to use but they told him, like, if you want something like that, you're just going to have to use the money we gave you for it. Yeah. Right. You know, it's not like you can just have it. So it's very, 
it's a very problematic system that they are facing right now. The little help that they are getting is simply not enough, and we're seeing that every day as the cycle continues. Yeah, and I feel like the only way they can get help is if awareness is spread, and like I guarantee you, if like more than fifty percent of the United States like knew about this, they'd be getting a lot more help, and they mm-hmm. would be they'd be getting resources and the money they need to like get this like drug problem dealt with. And I feel like that is the biggest issue because once that drug problem is like fixed. And, like, the abuse might stop or slows down because of the lack of drugs in the area. That is, like, the only way their culture will begin to regrow again and their population begins to regrow again. And the women don't have to leave or people in general don't have to leave the area because right. of everything going on. Yeah, but they really need, like, to heal from all this. Yes. Yeah. It, it, at the end of the day, that's kind of, like, what they need to strive towards. And it's, like, the only way they're going to get it is... Help. Uh, help us talking about it. Yeah, lots mm-hmm. of help. Lots of help. You know, people, you know, really looking at it and be like, that was a big issue. Yes, because yeah. this is an issue decades to centuries in the making. Yeah. This did not so happen overnight. And, and it was, you know, it was our culture that caused these problems right. for them, which is not our fault. It's, you know, it's our ancestors. But at the same time, it's like it happened. Mm-hmm. And we it, it's, it's not necessarily like our job to fix it, but we could really help. Yeah. yeah. It shouldn't be swept under the rug like it has been. Yeah, yeah. It, it really needs to be talked about more in the media, especially. Mm-hmm. Social media is a big thing, and I think that if people knew about it, th- there would be help. Yeah, there'd be lots of help, and I feel like help is going to be the only way this gets fixed, or fixed, air quotes, but like it's going to take years, maybe even like centuries to, or decades to centuries to like even make a dent in this problem because of how deep rooted it is into their yeah. lives. I there. mean, their population is just falling. Yeah. Day by day. I mean, one way I, or another. Yeah. I mean, the suicide rates alone are causing problems in their area. And it's just like people keep leaving and they're going to lose their culture. And it's just, it's sad. It really is. I think, yeah. I, just going back and like wrapping it up a lot of this did start with resettlement they kind of lost their harmony with their way of life and it just kind of dominoed from there mm-hmm. yeah and it was a big domino effect just one thing led yeah. to another but because we forced them to go through like all this different stuff and tried to make them like into people they're not mm-hmm. it's causing problems for the rest of like their culture like it's everybody from their children to their great like Everybody in their lives is going to be effective, all from, like, these, like, great, 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 great ancestors that for we forced into residential schools even, like, a few uh, decades ago that we forced in these residential schools and forced them into abuse, and then they are going to abuse their children. So it's just, it's awful. Yeah. It's, it's definitely, like, looked at as something that happened a long time ago because it was primarily happened during the 60s, but like I said earlier, the last school shut down in 1996 so it was still continuing for quite a while yeah I think we did a very good job of like covering the issue and kind of talking about it I think that was a really yeah I think we all kind of learned like it's all just a cycle that's Mm -hmm. just going to keep on going until they get the help they need yeah but we also talked about how hard it is to get the help they need and like just how hard of an issue it is yeah just these these statistics, these these facts are just insane. Mm-hmm. They're mind blowing. But I just want to say thank you for guys for listening to our uh, NKU podcast again. I'm, mm-hmm. I'm Maximus Ertel. I'm Brody Dawson back. I am Luke Brewering. And I'm Isaac Bomer. And thank you again. See you next time.